This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Couple days. He never I, takes any. He never takes a and vacation. Joy and I beg him. We're like, it's you, we don't want you to be a statistic like all these other Americans who do not take their vacation time. Exactly. And he he really <laughs> though doesn't have the need to go away as much as Joey and I do. I don't understand. I don't either that. because he reads. I mean, he's as plugged in as we are. Yes. I have to like take a. Like, a, whenever I go out of town or I go away, I don't look at anything. I don't want, read anything. Or I don't, by that I mean online. You're I not, just stay you know. out of the whatever's happening. I just blissfully put my head in a hole. Yes. You're yeah. actively disengaging yeah. from social media, from the press, from the tabloids, so from all of that. Donnie so, will be real feisty oh when he gosh. comes back. Donnie's doing some self-care, so it's Julia, but Sonny's here, Lori's here, yes. I'm Holly, and we're getting you through your drive time. All right, so um, all of the morning news shows today uh, are keeping up with the Roseanne Barr story, and I'm kind of just really been focusing on what they've been running over at GMA because it's ABC and that's who, you know, Roseanne was on Mm -hmm. the ABC and, you know, all of that. So uh, here's the audio from Good Morning America this morning on sort of what is going on with Roseanne Barr because overnight she tweeted, retweeted hundreds of abusive comments and, and conspiracy theories like there's this Whoopi Goldberg picture that's going around that's a doctored photo and anyway all this stuff and then and then like maybe an hour ago she seems to have calmed down so I'll update you on two kind of contrite things that she said but she re we'll let GMH tell the story housekeeping 24 hours after the cancellation of her show and those apologies on twitter muddled with ambient excuses and even more controversial claims roseanne is back on the offensive tweeting to her followers you guys make me feel like fighting back what's up deplorable The star then calling on her supporters Wednesday, tweeting, Can you all help me get more followers here? The more I have, the more my words will have weight. I am tired of being smeared over a stupid mistake erasing 30 years of activism. That so-called mistake, which prompted ABC to immediately pull the plug on her show, was comparing a senior advisor under President Obama to an ape. And on Wednesday, Roseanne not just on the offensive, but offending again. Twice retweeting side-by-side images of Jarrett and characters from Planet of the Apes. What we're seeing right now, this internet meltdown, is not really new or different for her. 
Stan Zimmerman was a former writer on the original on, show. Yeah, she was always unpredictable. She was always having fun, it seemed like, although it was crazy antics in the media. I think now it has, you know, obviously crossed a line when it gets into racist comments that it's completely unacceptable enforcing ABC into a corner. The Fallen Star now claiming she's being targeted by a group called the Follow Back Resistance, alleging they organized to silence conservatives, tweeting hashtag FBR party. This group is an organized group that boycotts conservatives, Trump, and middle-of-the-road ideas. They muster up their folk to make thousands of calls to take people off the public airwaves. Look at Roseanne. I called her yesterday. The president weighing in on Twitter as well, but not condemning her tweets. Instead, asking for his own apology <laughs> from ABC. Me, Bob Iger of ABC called Valerie Jarrett to let her know that ABC does not tolerate comments like those made by Roseanne Barr. Gee, he never called President Donald J. Trump to apologize for the horrible statements made and said about me on ABC. Maybe I just didn't get the call. The White House saying the president was only calling out media bias. The president's pointing to the hypocrisy in the media, saying that the most horrible things about this president, uh, and nobody addresses it. This is a double standard that the president is speaking about. No one is defending her comments. They're inappropriate, but that's what the point that he was making. And this morning, for the first time, her TV work husband, John Goodman, speaking out from his home in New Orleans, saying he wasn't aware of his co-star's tweets, adding he would rather say nothing than cause more trouble. When asked how he felt about ABC suspending the show's Emmy promotion, he said, I wasn't going to win anyway. I've been up there 11 times, and if I didn't get one by now, I'm not going to. Never complain, never explain. So Good tactic, John I mean, Goodman. He, Roseanne Barr has no one to blame but herself. Mm-hmm. Everyone gave her a second chance. Everyone did the most to whitewash, really, her years-long history of saying offensive things, tweeting, and since she's been on Twitter, you know, racist, offensive, bigoted, anti-Semitic, you name it. All she had to do to keep the gravy train running was not tweet. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all she had That's to do. Hard, Julia. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, for some people. You know, <laughs> but it was the only thing ABC needed from her. Don't show your true self right. on social media. Everyone can make some money. And now she feels bad, mostly for herself. And she is going back and forth between continuing to perpetuate and, and send out things that are just blatantly false. Yes, she has been retweeting. Now, and this is not... It's delusional. New, it's, well, it's delusional. And one of the things I've noticed from Roseanne's Twitter account, e- even before all of this happened this week, is that she retweets bots, false information, yes. or the way that things are framed. I mean, the particularly egregious examples of that this week were the Whoopi Goldberg photograph, where she retweeted a photograph of Whoopi Goldberg. I believe she was at the Women's March. She had a t-shirt. Uh, the original Said, t-shirt. Nasty, nasty woman. woman. Something mm-hmm. like that. But the photoshopped image is of a cartoon showing the president doing a violent act to himself. Yeah. And then that started to spread. And, and it's one of the things where I really think with everybody, take a moment when you see something on the internet, yeah. ask yourself just look at the photograph. Ask yourself, is this a real image? Can you cross-reference it? Yeah, right. Can you can you tell if maybe there's, this has been manipulated? There's and, a and, real belief. You see it, you see it, and you go, "Oh, it must be true." Right. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, we think, "Oh, it's on Twitter. It's on this on site. It's on that." But 
I guess I kind of feel like she's more remorseful about being busted. Yeah. And getting all we really have right now is our cultural power. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That's kind of the one thing that we have. And ABC has every right, uh, just like here at Hubbard Broadcast, Julia and Donnie and I and everybody else, we have, uh, beha- you know, there's certain lines of behavior that yes. we can't cross that are, we could be fired, let go from our job. Sure. All entertainment jobs have these morals yes. clauses. But it just if you're a regular person that doesn't have a contract, Walk into your boss and tell him what you really think of him or her. Call him some bad names and see if you keep your job. Exactly. (laughs) At the end of the day. But she did tweet an hour ago or a couple hours ago. So she's really, I feel for Roseanne because I do think that she's, I mean, she has spoken about that she had a mental breakdown before. And she, I think, uh, admitted to being bipolar at Mm -hmm. one point several years ago. But two hours ago, she said to Michael Fishman, Sarah Gilbert, but she doesn't, you know, have their Twitter handles. I forgive you both. Love you both. Just wish you could have called me personally to talk rather than do it in a public arena. I understand, though. It's okay. Well, she did the public arena thing She first. consistently does the public the arena, arena thing. thing and for- Sarah Gilbert and Michael Fishman wanted their opinions to be known by the public that they are not, they are not standing by Roseanne. Yeah. I, yeah, you know, you read through her Twitter feed and right now there's a lot of like... There's a lot of contradictions where she's just, she's going like... And she's sorry, and here's my children's video, and here's But then here's a bunch of really offensive things that I'm going to retweet at the same time, so I... You know who had a great uh, op-ed was the New York Times' Lindy West, and it was titled, Roseanne Barr's Right to Offend and Our Right to Say No, and it was Mm -hmm. really one of the most uh, insightful pieces. I I did retweet it under Lori Julia. It It was really an interesting... Read and 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 one I do think that cultural power is something that people because we kind of feel like we're a lot of people feel like ah what do I have any say in and this is one of the things that Roseanne has been caught is that we're for the most part people are like no yeah no we are done with this blatant racism it yes. is it, it is abhorrent sexism too and yes. yes sexism but the racism that that is that is america's deepest crisis mm-hmm. okay i really really believe that there are a lot of people who do believe like rosanna it pains me to say that i have a family member who I can't even be friends on Facebook or anything like that because of the things uh, of the the racist, terrible stuff. I can't even believe that this person is related to me. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I just it's 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 heartbreaking. And Roseanne, I'm sorry. I'm I'm glad you got People Magazine to you know they're doing a little story on her that she's really coming from a dark place. I believe that because if she is reading all this stuff and she has been for a long, long time. My mind feels sick just looking at her Twitter. Yeah, it, uh, it, it is a it is a dark place. It really is. And John Goodman, good for you for going along with the old saying: "Never complain, never complain." Mm-hmm, All right, listen. We, when we come back, uh, it is time for I think we got some random thoughts today. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. <laughs> 
He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. It's just random. So here's a fact. Uh, athletic shoes are called sneakers because when they were invented, people used to use them to their advantage to move around quietly. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that random <laughs> fact. Isn't that as random as it gets? Well, I'm glad that you brought that up because I have a shoe-related random thought that I was thinking about earlier today. And I want to test the room. Now, I think I know what your guys' answers will be just based on what you're wearing on your feet today. Okay. okay. Sandals at work. Yay or nay? Depends on the workplace. Yeah. Like at Carlson Companies, I would have never worn my Birkenstocks. I might have worn a T-strap sandal on a casual Friday. But With a sophisticated was, Ann Taylor yeah. dress. But otherwise, you know, like a sandal, like a wedge was okay, but no flip-flops, no Berkies, no kind of, um, you know, soft-soled, slippery type of thing. Not in a corporate America. It depends mm-hmm. on where you work. But mm-hmm. like here, we can wear... We can basically roll out of bed and show up and nobody's going to call us out on it. Mm-hmm. Although <laughs> I, do I like think that. if you roll out of bed and you show up looking like that, uh, you might not be as good on the air as you think because <laughs> it helps that you... I mean, even when we did that royal wedding... Uh, thing and she was like how are we going to handle being on the air so early we're never up that early but I said we're going to have on our royal pajama finery and we're going to make a little effort and so we're going to (laughs) feel more pulled together I know you guys look fantastic during that it's just a theory of mine I like that theory when I was doing the Lori or the morning show Lori I was my litmus test my bar was brush your teeth yeah. Change your underwear. We probably now that's it. That would probably that be it. it if I yeah, if I were ever, you know well, Having I never would. That. I would I'd quit before I'd have to do that morning. Ah! No, I really would. That's not my time zone. I understand. Yeah, it's not Self-care. it's really hard. I mean, Sonny, you've worked the early you've filled in. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, it's it's it it's well, I'm a I am a morning person and that still I was that was the same thinking I had, Holly. Like just as long as I have clothing on. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I, I think I'm doing that. okay. Yeah. I can see that. That's also my earthquake litmus test. Clean underwear, underwear. brush my teeth. Yeah. Then anything can happen yeah. for the day. But what about you, Sonny? Sandals, yay, nay, at the workplace? I like sandals, man. I like having my toes out. Same. It, breathing. Yeah. Breathing. And, I agree. And I think most companies that you wear sandals. Yeah, you know, like it, you depends said, it depends on the sandal, what yeah. the mm-hmm. footwear is. Yeah. That's true. They can't be the grungy flip-flops you wore at the lake last weekend. Exactly. Your shower slides need not come to work. Speaking I'm, of random, yeah. did you know that you can have stinky sandals? Stinky? Yes, the rubber. You can have stinky sta- sandals. Yes. I, I, one time, long time ago, I was in college, I was very... I was very I was disappointed in myself. Because <laughs> my sandals were stinky. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Did you smell yourself when you were sitting? This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Out in public, I, I and you're was, like, mm. yeah, yeah, and I and I know I I usually like fuss at my sister, and I've had friends where I'm like, you gotta wear socks, and I just assume that because your toes are out, that sandals couldn't be stinky. But no. so it just so people know, they, you they, can stank up a pair of you, sandals. You can, <laughs> and I actually have this. I got this stuff because bless it, bless my dad's heart. <laughs> I have his stinky, sweaty feet. I, really, I can I can like clear. A cabin skiing. Mm-hmm. I, if I take off my ski boots, I'm just a prolific foot sweater. You see Looney Tunes stink lines it's coming out of terrible. the soles of your feet, so knocking they, people out. They have stuff at like Schuler's and other places where you can spray um, the bed of your sandal or mm-hmm. your shoe to refresh it. My sister just told me that I think like a month ago. She was like, "I don't know what to do." Yeah, she no, said, I wash them. I you can I've, refresh them. She, she puts she puts a baby powder baby. on them. Yeah, yeah, baby powder just really makes your foot not stink from that stinky sandal. <laughs> <laughs> but the sandal itself is. Oh, we're causing we're yeah. uh, solving all the world's problems. Today. Well, I just asked that because I really stressed out this morning on whether I wear sandals to work or not. Because I will tell you, one of the weirdest times being here is when I saw. Donnie's bare feet, oh. and it made me really oh, uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I, no. We won't let make, Donnie wear I sandals. I didn't want to make anyone uncomfortable. This was during Project Down and Dirty, yes. you know, at when we have to spend the night with each other, yes. and we're locked in for multiple days, and it just was like, now are other people going to feel that way about me? Now I painted my toes, I scraped off the barnacles, no. I even shaved my toe knuckles <laughs> in order to, like, get out and be in public. So okay, good. I'm Donnie glad. Donnie is all... not a sandal man. It was so weird, Lori. Yes, it was I agree. so uncomfortable, yeah. and he was wearing shorts too. I and know. I didn't know what to do. I know it's just all too appendagey. Yeah, way too <laughs> appendagey. Kenny, are you going to wear sandals at the office this summer? Uh, I don't. I've do never that. seen Kenny wear sandals either. I don't know what I would do if is... I saw Kenny in shorts. I would feel really uncomfortable. No, we're going to see him in a kilt as long as he's got good legs. <gasps> really, That's I have basically... awesome legs. You do well, then bring. Mm-hmm. On a kilt. Are you going to wear it the traditional way, Kenny? How's that? With no underpants? Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course I am. Yeah. And everyone likes still a breeze. A truck on fire in the middle of the road? Uh, fire department. How'd you know about that? Because I follow you on Twitter, Kenny. Oh, yeah. Minneapolis St. Paul. Yeah, I'm going to tell you all about that as soon as you give me a, all right, a good when solid tease. All right, we come back, uh, Neil Justin, we've got a lot of TV to talk about, uh, including. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Neil Justin is joining us from the Star Tribune. Of course, he covers TV and media. Hi, Neil. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, good. My gosh. Uh, you have any wise words or thoughts you want to impart on either, uh, like on Roseanne Barr? Mm-hmm. Do you know anything? <laughs> uh, do I know anything? No, I know less and less yeah. every day. I, uh, I do have a column coming out Sunday, uh, which basically says, uh, look, ABC had no choice. They made the right decision to cancel the show. Uh, the irony is, and I hope it's not lost on folks as they um, uh, are angry about uh, Roseanne's comments, as they should be, this show, ironically, uh, was the opposite of what Roseanne's been doing in her personal life. Uh, this was a show that was a great opportunity 
for a broadcast network to set the tone for a civil conversation about what divides us. Mm -hmm. Roseanne Connor uh, is somebody who listened to other people and grew. And uh, she had her prejudices. This was not a perfect character. Yeah, no. Um, like a real person. She's a real person mm -hmm. who made mistakes and grew. Uh, one of the best episodes this season was, I believe, the next to the last when a Yemen couple moves in next door to the family. And, of course, Roseanne's first reaction is, they must be terrorists. Mm -hmm. uh, and by the end of the episode, they're not all having a barbecue together, but... Roseanne has come to terms, uh, realized that some of her preconceptions are false, and that these are good people. It's not a kumbaya moment, um, but it's pretty moving. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And it was a kind of, of thing that people, uh, people often confuse the character and the actor who plays that character especially when they go by the same name. Right. Uh, well, I but mean, these are two different people. With mm -hmm. Roseanne, literally all she had to do was not tweet. And you can't tell me that someone at ABC or even Sarah Gilbert, because if you look at I mean, she just retweets. You know, she's been, uh, I mean, I. it's very overwhelming to kind of look back and see what she's been tweeting about for a long time i mean i feel like that kind of stuff actually makes you like your mind you get sick of it and it was like she became obsessed and she couldn't stop herself obsession addiction impulse yeah. is yeah. something that's hard to explain to people yeah uh, we all do things that are stupid right that don't make any sense whether it's uh you know starting fights or drinking too much mm -hmm. or gambling or uh, other things, and what we're finding more and more is there are people, you and I know them, um, some of them are famous, that are addicted to social media yeah. and have this impulse to put in all kinds of comments that, you know, I get comments almost every day from people that, um, you know, uh, say the rudest things to me. And when I respond to them, and I try to respond to everyone, um, a lot of times they apologize. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry. I let my temper get a hold of me. Thank you for getting back to me. And mm -hmm. a civil discussion can take place. Right. Uh, I don't know what it is uh, about people feeling they need to share these based thoughts. But yeah. there it yeah. is. All right. There All right. Is. That's very good. Okay. So let's talk about, um, did you watch the Americans last night, the finale? I, I did. You did? Did you did you think? Because I have always felt, Donnie and I and, and Drew, that, that this is a show that's just been underappreciated, maybe yeah. because of the pace. But I just thought this last season was terrific, and I thought this finale was satisfying. Do you agree? Yeah, I think it was good. I think that series uh, had a hard time getting getting a, a start because people had a hard time separating Kerry Russell from Felicity. Mm-hmm. And there were so many good shows that debuted when that show first came on. Yeah. I think it's one of those shows that will get more appreciation as time goes on. Okay. Um, it's a great binge watch. It's sometimes harder to watch the FX shows. Yeah. You have mm -hmm. to buy them separately sometimes. Uh, but I think it's a show that people will look back on with, with more fondness than it got 
during this original this season. Okay, have you had a chance to see, because I know you get trailers and you see stuff. This <clears> is coming on FX. Um, it starts, I believe, on Sunday night, and this is the Ryan Murphy's series about voguing glitter Pose. drama called Pose. Oh, have you seen yes. it? I've seen the first uh, two episodes, and it is... Um, as I said, it's like oh, no. as I said, it's like a long lost Madonna video that was too racy to show on MTV in the eighties. It is full of the kind of camp and look that uh, will be reminiscent for those of us who grew up on MTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it is ripped off, or you could say, is in tribute to some of the icons from that era. There's certainly a nod to the movie Wall Street. More than a nod to flash dance. I mean, there's a dance scene at the end that's straight out of Jennifer Beale's audition uh, in that movie. Um, you can say, oh, that's not original. Uh, or you can look at it with fondness. Yeah. Um, the show is getting a lot of attention because of the number of transgender actors that have been cast in it. And that's great. Um, but but take away from that, and I'm not, I don't want to treat that lightly because right. that's fantastic. Um, but other than that, it's kind of a Rocky story. I mean, except instead of a boxer, it's drag queen trying to make it out. And, and, um, those stories are always compelling. And Ryan Murphy directed the first couple episodes and, um, he always starts off great. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. Good. And, you know, Murphy's stuff is always great at the beginning mm-hmm. and sometimes he loses interest. All right, well, um, I'm thinking d- about Glee. I'm thinking of Nip Talk. I'm yeah. thinking just about everything he's touched. Eventually you go, Hey, this guy's. This guy's <laughs> so checked you, out. So you think this um, show is more styled than substance? Or maybe it'll ultimately. be one season and done mm-hmm. kind of a thing. It's not that original. I yeah. mean, okay. but, uh, you know, if you can set that aside, there's some terrific performances. The music is fun. You know, again, if you're not interested in the 80s, um, if you don't like Madonna, you're not going to like this. Okay, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Leave it at that. And, you know, we we do not mind uh, shows that are not that original as much as we also love shows that are really original, like Killing Eve on BBC America. Oh, that oh, was a good I, show. I can't, you know, I can't say enough about Killing oh. Eve. Uh, I'm not done with it yet. In fact, okay. uh, when we're done with this, I'm going to start watching episode six. But I, I, I was just thinking to myself, there better be a strong campaign for Sandra Oh to get in oh. Emmy. Mm-hmm. Or at least the nomination. Yeah, she is yeah. so good. I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy when she's on a left. regular basis when she left. Mm-hmm. I think she's one of our best, natural, most compelling actresses. Um, she's just so likable and yeah. so grounded. And that's exactly what you want in this kind of uh, taut drama because it just lightens up everything. And you kind of feel like, here's the every woman. Uh, She's just so relatable. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm just loving it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it was really it was a great series. I'm glad it's coming back. Was it? I think it's only eight episodes. So it's only eight episodes, yeah. and that's just right. You know, yeah. I love these eight episode models. I think it's the way to go. I just uh, finished watching Barry on HBO, which was a lot of fun. It, and, and there's an example that was eight episodes. It's coming back. I'm not sure it should come back. Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask you, Neil, that I feel like the second season is kind of controversial considering the way that that season ended. Yeah, what are they going to do? I mean, yeah. you know, I know what they're going to do. They're, they'll find some way to, he and Henry Winkler will, you know, go off to Bermuda and solve crime. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but they're going to have to push it. It was kind of it, it was kind of a nice bookend. 
I won't spoil it for people who haven't finished yeah, it. Yeah, I have like mm-hmm. two episodes a, left to a see. A nice, a nice book and a nice button. Is it one of the year's best series? No, no. But uh, it was a really interesting take on the old assassin, uh, you know, uh-huh. uh, storyline with a fun, some fun performances, uh, some good dark comedy, and put a button on it and uh, move on. But. That's just not the way TV works. But I really like the eight-episode, ten-episode model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about dramas. Did Paramount send you um, any, uh, you know, uh, DVD of um, American Woman, the Kyle Richards? They did, and I really liked it a lot. Oh, yeah, because oh, I am convinced this is going to be our summer obsession show, bringing us back to the 70s. All right, tell us, tell us what you thought. Well, first of all, Paramount's doing a great job. I mean, they, they have uh, the, the Waco miniseries. They Amazing. Did terrific. Um, I'm excited about their big Western Yellowstone with Kevin Costner, which's coming up. And American Woman is, is really nice. It's, you know, Alicia Silverstone is kind of playing off her clueless character. Um, but she does that so well, this sort of she's smarter than she looks kind of character. Mm-hmm. And the music is fantastic. You're going to love the music, Lori. It's uh it's a great soundtrack from that period. And, again, it's about a, a woman who's not terribly interested in the feminism movement uh, because her life is pretty good until it isn't. Right. Mm-hmm. And her husband leaves her, and she's suddenly got to work in the department store and, and pay the bills. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's not feminism in your face. I mean, she is not uh, ready to burn her bra and, and you know, protest on the streets. She's going into feminism with a lot of caution. Right. She liked her kind of high society life, and she's really good in it. Um, the other actress, Mina Severa, is we haven't really seen her pop in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 dresses are fabulous. Um, I think your audience is really going to like it. I think so too. Yes. And Alicia Silverstone, she's playing a character that's inspired by Kyle Richards' mom, her real life mom, and and I know Kyle's executive producing and yes. Yeah, and I that was one of the reasons I didn't want to watch it. Because I of mean, that? Uh, not, yeah, anything associated with any real house. <laughs> oh. I have no interest in. But, you know, I met her uh, in January. She's a smart woman, uh-huh. and uh, this, is, uh, this is a nice piece of work. I don't know how much she actually had to do with it. I know it's based on her life. She's um, very involved. If you watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and it caused yeah, a rift yeah, with yeah. her sister. They're all really mm-hmm. involved. Well, but I mean, her sister, like, I mean, she has been trying to get this to to be made because her. she said her mom was so larger than life and mm-hmm. she did have this high society life. And then their dad, you know, her husband walked out on her and all of a sudden she's like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Yeah, well, um, kudos to her. I'll now watch anything any of the Real Housewives All right, fine. get behind. Do you know any scoop about Lara Spencer over at GMA? Did they boot her out, or did her contract come up, and she just wants to do her lifestyle, or we never see her anymore? Uh, is she out? Uh, this is all news to me. She's I've been not watching- out, but she's only on like two days a week because I think she's got a lifestyle brand and a skincare line. A little more sporadic appearances. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, you know, there's hardly any room on that desk anymore. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, I watch that show, and I just uh, I, I get dizzy. Yeah, I know. Uh, between them and CNN, there's just so many people around that table, and that show is becoming more and more lifestyle driven. And I guess that's good for you know both them and the Today Show. I guess it's good for their brand. Yeah. Um, you know, but I see. I watched 
I was in and out last week because I uh, was I did a column on the Fox News morning show because yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I really hadn't watched it from beginning to end over an extended period of time. So I, I watched four mornings in a row and kind of bounced around, which I hadn't done in a while. And it's remarkable how news-driven the Fox show is and CNN show is and how lifestyle-driven today and, and Good Morning America yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really are, know. for sure. Well, Neil, we will look forward to reading your story about Roseanne in the Star Tribune on Sunday and everything you know that's going on. And we encourage people to follow you on Twitter, but keep their Twitter hate to themselves. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They have any. Yes. Uh, hate, love, I take it all. You take it oh. all. At Neil, Justin. Neil, thank you so much. We appreciate okay. it. All right, talk to you later. I'm so excited about that American woman. So am I. Yeah. I can't wait. All right, listen, when we come back, it's time to Hollywood speak. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Okay, what is the meaning of this? What? Um, Bobby Brown, uh, in an interview with Rolling Stone magazine, um, was asked about... Uh, Kanye West buying the photo of Whitney Houston's drug-strewn bathroom as the cover for Pusha mm. T's album. Mm. And just the backstory on this, in 2006, the National Enquirer published that photo showing Whitney's bathroom covered with drug-covered spoons and drug paraphernalia and had yeah. been taken by a family member, probably Nick Gordon. Um, and um, I wouldn't be surprised... I, at this point, yeah, because he yeah. was living with them since right. he was twelve, mm-hmm. and that's so. Um, anyway, that's so. Kanye that's, West had to pay eighty five thousand dollars, I guess five thousand for the rights to the photograph, and he's using it as the cover. Cover, and according to Pusha T, he was just like he. They had already had a different cover, but anyway. So here's what uh, Bobby Brown said. He said, why would he post that on, a, on an album cover? That is really disgusting that he would do that. It's in really bad taste. Something should happen to Kanye. He's already crazy. I knew that when I first met him. Now he's pushing the bar a little bit. He needs somebody to slap him up or something. Oh my gosh. I'm just the person to do it. It is tacky. It is <sighs> tacky to have that photograph as your album cover. I'm sure Kanye thought that he was making some kind of social commentary or making some kind of provocative art statement by putting that photograph on the album cover. Well, it what what bothers me is that it was up for sale. 
<laughs> True. That's what I'm like. in the, yeah. in, well, in the first place, you somebody could have bought it from the National Enquirer. Right. 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 You could have owned the rights to that because they mm-hmm. bought it okay, a long okay, time okay. ago. Right, 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 um, but the thing is, I mean, you know, you, he he thinks it like it was like a really great idea when all along Pusha T had the Drake, Drake had a baby with a porn star song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the original cover would have been better. I don't know that this sells anymore because I know if I look at that and if I have somebody in my life that I've lost to right. drug addiction. Hello. Yes, I have. That just makes me sad. Well, it's just ins- it's insensitive it's, it just, and it's sad, and there's nothing about that photograph. We know the story. We know that that was the remnants of somebody who was really struggling in their life. Yeah. And you're not making any kind of art statement. You're not being provocative. You're just being insensitive. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, I think pretty cruel by making that your album cover. And also pooping all over Whitney Houston's mm. legacy because. Yeah. Whitney, for whatever reason, guys who, Prince, Elvis, you know, mm-hmm. all the members, you know, the twin, for some reason, the, the women are never uh, given as much of a pass for sure. being incredibly amazing being, with their songs but if they right. have a drug addiction like or, they're less than or i never looked at that wow yeah, yeah or the just, guys always yeah. like it adds to their legacy right being a complicated human being is something that's not afforded yeah. to our female superstars by our culture huh. at large yeah. i mean when bono is named on top uh, number 35 and the greatest singers of all time and whitney is like number whatever 47 right, or whatever right. excuse me uh, hello wait what list was that yeah, yeah. i want to know i was going to that Holly. see that whitney she doesn't it's like that's like it's like all the things that were her demons that's why i can't wait for are this whitney are yeah. highlighted mm-hmm. whereas with uh the guys you know we just all oh, look at the music that they've mm-hmm. left us and the you know the music and the music and the mm-hmm. music and then Whitney is like, ah, oh, well, you That's know. That's the first thing out their mouth is what, yes. what she did wrong, what she struggled and with. And there's yeah. Kanye playing right into right. that. So mm-hmm. I, Bobby Brown, I'm glad that you spoke up. Why would he do that? Indeed. That's what we all said. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, we have a long list of why would he do that as far as Kanye, Kanye. goes. Just, just get in line. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, you know, Kim, I mean, I think that's why she went to the White House. I mean, you know, good for Kim for... Whatever her fame, if she can help, you know, with prison mm-hmm. reform and get this woman on her first time offense, who was like the driver who's been in jail mm-hmm. for 20 years, if mm-hmm. she can do something. But I think she does that because Kanye, she can't, he's like having another kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She can't do anything about him, but she could do something about this. And she's probably busy with her kids and her selfies and her. All, or whatever, all the other stuff. But her Kim Moji butt pool floats yeah, at 40% off but, Memorial Day sale. You know, sale. she can do this, and it's like, because she cannot talk any sense into her husband. Well, and I hope that this sets a precedent for future Kim Kardashian behavior, because she is one of the most famous women in the world. And, and po- with power and With power and power influence and, influence and yeah. money. And if we're going to see more of this from Kim Kardashian, I'm very Happy about it, yeah. yes. Okay, uh, bye, Felicia. Remember Neil Portno? Do I? Name sounds familiar. The Grammy Awards head, recording Academy chief, and remember right after the Grammys um, came and went, he said that uh, he he kicked off, remember it was criticism because there were, like, Lord wasn't asked to That's perform. That's right. 
Yes, I remember with all now, of the other uh, everybody else who was song of the year, four men, one woman, all the four guys were asked to sing, mm-hmm. and Lord was not. And she let it be known she wasn't very happy about it. And he said afterwards that women needed to step up. That's right. If they wanted to take their oh. place, I remember. Yeah, on I remember the stage. now. Well, guess who is stepping down. Bye, Neil. Bye, Neil. Mm. Au revoir. He's leaving. He's had this lucrative gig for 16 years. So okay, bye-bye. He's gone. He will not be reinstated. So we I think won't that, miss you. that needed to happen. <laughs>